Okay. We're on page Samach Aleph. Page Samach Aleph. I just want to mention, uh, Sadak mentioned to me after the shir, I gave the example of the Italian neighbor who's trying to make things choshev to be Allah shocham alochim, and that's why he's inviting you. He's not going to serve plain food like scrambled eggs. So Sadak asked me after the shir, aren't eggs bishalaka material? That was a bad example. <laughs> Good somebody's listening. Uh, yeah, scrambled eggs. <laughs> Scrambled eggs, it's funny because we struggle with that example. That's why I had to mention, we had about the challah with the pas, that uh, eggs were and remain a classic bishalakam food, even though if I'd ask anybody, they'd say, yeah, if somebody invited me over scrambled eggs, that wouldn't be very, uh, it wouldn't be very chosher, which is why I gave the example. But Lamaisa, <laughs> nobody changed it, and my only explanation, we're going to get into tonight, next week, Mitzvah Shem, uh, the Gedah of Elo Shulchan Malachim, Muskim say it doesn't have to be um, King Richard's table. You wouldn't want to eat there for other reasons, but uh, he was a real Russian Rusha. But it doesn't have to be, uh, somebody once wrote a letter to the, is there still a king in uh, Denmark or something? Is there a king in one of those places? There's a king in England also. So somebody, what? Belgium, Belgium yeah. So somebody wrote, once wrote him a letter, would he eat the following? I didn't think uh, there are sheets and stuff like that. that the king's table? Got to be a king's table. Uh, we'll see. That's not the Pashas of the Sugya. What? Today, Bechal, nothing. Okay, you got the Schar Alicha. Yeah, okay. Got the Schar. I didn't know where you went, so I figured I'd so. <laughs> nothing up there. Okay. Okay. Thank you anyway. Uh, it's fine. So we'll see if I can uh, make it through anyway. Um, so we'll see. There's going to be a very, very delicate balance when we try to figure out Shulchan Lachim because on the one hand you could say it's not Mamash Malachim on the other hand it's got to be something very fancy so we Americans think well scrambled eggs like well what's that going to do for anybody where, where in the world would you serve that the answer is do you ever go to a fancy burst in the morning and they have the guy with the tall white hat standing behind the thing and he's making scrambled eggs that's considered very fancy now why don't you see that at a chasna because who eats scrambled eggs at a chasna usually you got to be milchiks that doesn't mean it's not chashev if in the White House they have the fancy guy with the fancy hat making scrambled eggs, that's fine. That's why it's still Eilo uh, Shech Malachim, is the Malachim is still eating. Is that the same one? Well, uh, I'm sure if there is a king in Belgium, he probably doesn't have too much power. And the kings that have power, like Saudi Arabia, wouldn't go too near to make a bracha. So it's not going to be too nogev. Why? Okay. Yeah, people. Not necessarily. There is, in the sense that the reason why we don't have too many kings yet who are absolute tyrants and and uh, and absolute uh, ruthless leaders is because we most of the time it's the democracy. There's a queen in England, but she doesn't have too much power, and that's probably why these same kings are eating hamburgers for supper. It's the same hashkavali that that's what it degenerated into. In the good old days, they used to have real cruel tyrants or rulers, if you call that the good old days. So they held of themselves too much, and they wouldn't eat most foods. It just doesn't pass. Today, who, I don't know what the Queen of England does. She probably still has some class, but uh, certainly uh, a president or anything like that, they're eating, they're eating well, but they don't, they don't hold themselves to the same degree. So it's probably not regular malachim, although there is a sheet like that. What? 
They're all on diets, yeah, okay. Which, uh, yeah, they wouldn't be eating any of this heavy food anyway. Um, okay, so we're going to get to that in great detail, what the definition is. But eggs still fit, which means you don't have to necessarily look for a dinner. You don't have to look for a chasana. You can look for a bris, but look for a White House breakfast and see what they serve. And they probably do serve fancy eggs. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't go out to eat too much bachlal, and I certainly don't go out for breakfast. You probably don't even in a business breakfast. But uh, the only once a year I have, and this year I wasn't even there, is the Aguda Convention. So they have uh, pretty good catering there. So I remember they have these guys there standing with the skillets, and you go up and you order an egg. That's supposed to be fancy. Now, would they do that at a fancy bris? Of course they do. If they're in a fancy bris, they're going to they're gonna do that. Do they do that in the White House? I guess so. I've never been invited for breakfast. I assume the White House, when they're serving, uh, do they have state dignitaries visiting for breakfast? I don't know if they do sort of thing, but I can imagine that they would... Uh, they would, they would serve it. So eggs are still on the list, and we're going to get back to it because we're going to revisit the case with the eggs in the challah, as we saw in Kufiyot Bays, but we're, we have ways to go before that. Take a look at Sif Cotton Hay on the bottom of page Samachalaf. First thing we have to start is Nechel Kameshu Chai, and to find that, Elder Shach Malach is a different sugya. Nechel Kameshu Chai, Pirish, Roy, Leah, Nechel Kameshu Chai. Notice how he says the word Roy. It's a very important point. If it could be eaten raw, even though, even though uh, most people would really prefer to have it cooked. Now, Ta'elis, he has an interesting word. There was a Ta'elis says most people like it cooked. But it means I don't need him to cook it. If I don't need it, that doesn't trigger that warm and fuzzy hakaris of building the relationship. What do you do for me? Could have eaten it raw. Ah, tastes a lot better cooked. Most people don't eat it raw. As long as it could be eaten raw. Uh, and, um, and there are plenty of people we'll discuss most. I don't want to get to that yet. Uh, it's Roy, Leos Chai, even though most people don't do it, but enough people do it occasionally, that's considered Nechel Kamashu Chai. Again, top line, keeping the Saif, Saif, Roy, Lechel Chai, and Kotelos, Baby Shulav, and Nechel Bishul. Now, uh, there's an important, um, take a look at Yutes and the Tsiunim. Uh, it's lost the page before, but you can start in the top line over here. It's the top line of the Tsiunim. Let's take an apple. We're more familiar with it. I find this an interesting line. The Kadmonim spoke about apples, and they said, everybody knows that most people eat apples on your day bishul. Any Americans here ever have an apple? I had once, my grandmother talked me into it after much cajoling. I thought it was like, look, I said, Bobby's like mushy. Like, why would you want it? She said, no, it tastes very good. Taco wasn't bad. She made it in a toaster oven. Uh, so here he's reporting that hundreds of years ago, Roy Vachilo of Apple was a bishop. My guess, this is a total historical guess, is that they used to have something like more like crab apples and I had to cook it. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Well, why would you be, why would you take a good apple, a good New York Cortland and cook it? What? No, that's the first thing. Yeah, so I don't know why you take that either. That's why I'm focusing on the apples. Or they could have been something we don't know about. That's why, that's why I picked on the apples. I don't know anything about a gossip. Yeah. The thing is, is that it's similar to 
well, it's interesting. Let me just let me just throw in. Right. Why do you have to cook it to so preserve it? Why do you have to cook it for? How do you preserve? Um, you mean to make it into a jam? Either you make compote, right? Or you make jams. Or you make I was wondering jams. how compote became so famous. I couldn't say my grandmother kept serving it. Is that how? <laughs> so uh, it's good. We need some people from some foreign countries to. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's good for us Americans. Uh, so you're saying it had to survive the winter. Uh, they didn't. They couldn't import it. So they cooked it and then they mushed it further. Made it to kapot? Well, kapot is not mushed. It's just. Uh, I always ate it. It came to my plate mushed. I don't know what you call it. No, it was like a mixture of. Kapot implies that there's liquid. Yeah. And, and I, I ate kapot for the first 13 years of my life, until I went on a strike, and um, and it was made of mushed whatever. No, it was mushed. No, it was no, made. No, it had fruits. It had chunks of fruit. Okay, that, that fits. So you're saying they did that because they couldn't import the stuff the rest of the year. And, and unlike in America, right? Okay, <laughs> okay, three good questions. Right, especially in Russia. Uh, but even in most countries, they weren't importing, right? We're, we're, we're flying stuff all over the world, right? Okay, okay. So that, I figured, you should know, that was an educated guess on my part, and I was right, apparently. That there was something, there was some reason why that had to do with today in America. Uh, nobody in this room, born here and raised here, would cook an apple. I don't even know if you've ever had it. Uh, I had it once. What? No, forget desserts. When your wife... Okay. Okay, you can have your cooked apples. <laughs> that was a crazy situation of rebellion. Wait, wait, would you be masking to me? One second. I'm not saying, I've had it also. People bake it. Would you mask him to me that most apples that your wife brings home in a bag are eaten when the kids want a snack? Yes. Good. That's all I need. Okay, so that means Roy, that's important over here. Okay. No, it's no, of course you can cook it. I, I said right away you could cook it. I ate one cooked. And it wasn't bad. Of course. Of course. Let's not 1% people cook. Of course. Even today. Okay, fine, fine. And that's why the reason I'm discussing this is because what's going to be crucial for the sugya is that right now he's making a statement that since you could eat it raw, even though most people in those days ate it cooked, since you could eat it raw, that's considered for our purposes. That even if the guy cooks it, I say, didn't do anything for me. That, that, that's what's okay over here. And today, kosher cane, I mean, he cooks it, I can say, okay, you want to eat cooked? Fine, but still didn't do anything for me. But even the old days, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, but it's not, it's not no gear for this. I'm just pointing out that if you read the Siyun and you don't know what's going on, you can say, well, why, why does he even have to answer the kasha that most of them are cooked? It's still not Chagamosh Chai. The answer is most people ate it cooked. Today, it wouldn't be a kasha. That's, that's all I'm pointing out. Further, yeah. Furthermore, it's, it's usually the examples that ripen very late, like Old Delicious, for example. Yeah. That variety, they preserve well over winter. Okay. So 
Okay, we'll get into the rest of the Apple trade later. Not again, not again to this. I just wanted to point out that he's, I didn't get to the main punchline yet. Let's, let's go back to the top line. It's Yunim. This is a crucial line. As long as some people eat it like that, even though most people don't eat it like that. Now hold that thought, because I'm going to show you a theory to that. You know, it just has to be a, maybe a mira matzah. It can't be one crazy guy, you know. It'd be, it could be a mira matzah, like the... Uh, okay, but there's a bigger problem over here. Forget, let's call it 10%, but there's a bigger problem over here. He's saying that even if, if some people can eat it high, and some people would eat it high, then that's considered an echot to Moshe I want you to hold the thought for a few lines. Let's go back up top. Kivin, the seif, seif, roi lecho chai, ain't called to el's bishul, ven echo bishul, the yesh mishakasav, the ged den echo chai toli, bechol yachov yachid, the misha echo lafame meza maicho shuchai. If this yachid does it sometimes, mutolacho gama vushoi de akum, because for him he didn't do anything. Umisha ain't echo chai, chai klai, never eats it chai, let's say he never has baked apples. Like most of us, he wouldn't even like it. Asla lecho, shavash la akum, Actually, it's the other way around over here. Yeah, yeah, the other way around. He never eats it chai. I was so hooked up on my, uh, my angle. Uh, <laughs> we don't go by roiv. Aval. We don't pass like that. It's a kula. If most people is considered an echel of a chai, even though he would never eat a chai, it's mutter for him. The butt will die to eat a kaladam. The chain lehepoch. Im rov anashem ena nesher davo an echel chai. Aser gan lemish echel chai. You go by rov. Me when ochem azach a rov oilam ela achar rov anshe oisam makom. Very important klal. You go by specific locale. How do you break it down? The county, the state level, the region, northeast. That you got to figure out. You go by your area. If wherever the people eat it high, then you're good to go. If wherever the people don't, then you have a problem, even if you would have. Now, that sounds like a steerer to what we just said in the Tzionim. The answer is no. You have to first figure out if wherever the people would sometimes eat it high. But you don't need wherever the people to eat it high wherever the time. Everybody follow what I just said? You understand? You, you need, you need Roiv to assess, is this a food that is, that is eaten commercial high or not? If most people wouldn't eat it, would always cook it, then it's also even for the people who didn't feel the need to cook. In other words, in the 70s, when the vegetable revolution was changing over from the raw to the cooks to the raw vegetables, you were probably stuck in between. In the, in the 40s, everybody ate it cooked. So even if you happened to be ahead of the curve, you started eating your broccoli raw, uh, the guy cooked a few, that would be also. And the same thing the other way around. We say butlo daito in either direction. What he mentioned in Siyunim is that to calculate that roiv in terms of figuring out, let's say, roiv people eat an echel kamoshu chai, they don't have to eat it kamoshu chai roiv of the time. Even if they eat it sometimes raw, as long as most of the people sometimes eat it raw, that's considered an echel kamoshu chai. Everybody follow what I just said? Okay. No, so you need the roiv, just as long as the roiv would sometimes have their apples raw and not always insist on it having cooked. Yeah, but the population that you're no, so that you have to figure out. Do we judge by, you've got to have a grouping. Usually things don't change by, from county to county, from Wesley Hills to Fourche. You, you look at an area, usually that area has that same meaning. We get to smoking fish. I have some interesting stories to tell you about the cold smoking and hot smoking. But before I get to those stories, which we'll get to down the line, it makes a huge difference in Kashrus. 
uh, you're buying smoked fish from a smokehouse. Uh, I learned that folks in the West Coast and the East Coast like their smoked fish differently. And you can have, assuming everybody's normal, just a question of different areas of the country becoming used to different types of food. And some people always like it cold smoked, and some people always like it hot smoked. It ends up with a different flavor. And El Tamperech and Litvakech, you can't say somebody's right, somebody's wrong, makes a big difference, Alpi Halacha, whether it's a cold smoke under Yatzolet, this is not Bishalakam, but if it's a hot smoke, it certainly is. And you've got to figure out, just because they're in California, don't assume they're doing something, I always ask, but I found that pattern afterwards. So you have, to, you have to know, basically, a cold smoke is almost like sushi, because it wasn't really cooked. It's just cured for a long time. As opposed to a hot smoke, is really cooking, they're just throwing in the hickory chips or whatever they're doing uh, as part of the mixture for the flavor. Yeah? I set up companies. I set up companies for the biggest national, international Ashkocha. It's called the OU. And my job is to figure out what's going on in the Bishalakim department. So, of course, I asked, what are you going to do? First thing you ask is, yeah, you want to cook fish. How are you cooking it? How are we solving the Bishalakim? So they say, Rabbi, well, if they know nothing about the Bishalakim, I explain it to them. And they say, Rabbi, uh, we cold smoke. So I said, cold smoke, like how cold? It's not like 10 below zero. Cold smoke means 80 degrees, 85 degrees, 90 degrees, 95 degrees. Baruch Hashem, all the cold smokers came well below the most machmashit in Yasolidis, which helped. And we get to it, I'll tell you a system I figured out where uh, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed this uh, hop, where even the hot smoke, I got them to cold smoke it enough that it was very lachila beforehand, so when they hot smoked, they were taking something that was nechok moshuchai. Did you follow that? <laughs> that was my uh, idea, and it worked. We just had to have computer. I only did that with a larger company. We could follow the computer graph to see when they're raising the temperature. But, but that's um, that's alumnus within the within within the process. Um, but again, you gotta you gotta figure out by the region what they're eating, and it changes over time, as we discussed just now, from the apples and uh, and the and the vegetables. Okay, let's continue. Sivkan vov kamei basar kol hamin. This gets this is a very important rule. Uh, some of this is subject to some achlekes, but this is going to be the halach Um It doesn't depend on the general category of food. It depends on the way the food where in question is prepared. I mentioned two months ago, a few months ago when we started, uh, the classic example of this here in America is potato chips. Even naniach potatoes are elo shochamolachim, which we're going to now get to. We spoke about it a few months back. Even if you want to say a potato is elo shochamolachim, and we'll debate that point, even if we assume it is, the potato chip is certainly a classic example of a cheap food that you would never in your right mind serve at a fancy dinner unless you're trying to play a practical joke. Uh, so here we have a potato that the min is is if we assume that, but this particular slicing and the way it's deep fried is not. So the potato chip would not require a bishu and that is the position of the OU and the major conscious organizations. There are dissenting opinions. And hold the go bus of the men, and once you have the men, the potato chip is also also. But the OU, the, the potato chip, there's between the Bloom's potato chips and our youth potato chips, the Delia potato chips are not Bishal Yisrael, they're not Bishal Akam either, according to their Shita. And the Blooms, I think they're claiming, I think they're right, they're, they're, the Hamisha ones are going in, they, they're doing a run anyway, it's Mashkir is there for two days, make enough potato chips for the next uh, five months. And, uh, and they turn on the pilot lights, and they make it uh, some Bishal Yisrael, at least according to some Shitas. And that's the difference. So that's a nice difference. If you, wanna, if, if you don't care, I personally don't really care. I'm eating blooms, wise, it doesn't make a difference. Some people hold what I just said is kfir. 
Like, how can you not tell the difference between <laughs> wine potato chips and all the competition? But uh, uh, from the few times I had potato chips, I really couldn't care less. So then I would, if I had both in front of me, I would opt for the one that says Bishi Yisrael. There's only one thing better than answering a good kasha, and that is getting rid of the kasha. So you have a kasha. What do you do with Bishal Akam? The answer is it's not a kasha. It's not Bishal Akam. It doesn't require Bishal Yisrael. Fine. If that's true, then wonderful. And I think the steam of Sasugia, as I'll show you, is like that. Lukula. But with that said, there are dissenting opinions, so I don't have Bishi Yisrael. What, is it, what, what does it hurt? And even as long as Bishi Yisrael the pie light, but it's, it's, it's better than nothing. So potato chips is a good example of that. French fries would be a similar example. French fries are not very classy either. It's the same thing as a potato chip, but it's from a potato. So that would be the, that would be the Shaila. So he's going to now explain Sivkat and Vol, Kamei Shuruchayim. Let's say you pick uh, apples early, and they're not really ripe, and the only way to get them edible is by cooking them. Even though the apple itself had you left it in the thing, apples in general are but this one isn't. Did you follow? So, so you can't, even though it's apples and apples, we're comparing apples to apples. The answer is, we're not. This is not ripe, and, that's not, and that is ripe, so you can't compare apples to apples. Yes? I don't know, Americans have no class. That's the, uh, they would serve you fries because people, these people want it. They serve fries because people want it. Well, you're assuming, I don't know what you're, are you assuming mashed potatoes? Is all Shach Malcham or not? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, we're we're going to have trouble figuring out why potatoes are the Shulchan Malachim. Well, he, no, you, you have to ask. He just asked me about the French fries, and the French fries are still not the Shulchan Malachim. The answer is, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. At Prime Girl, can you get a kid's menu? Because if you can, there's no kasha. Having it is not a kasha. You can have a, you can have a, it's not a special type of kasha. One second, this, this young man, one second, we've been mighty lots on Prime Grill. This young man says it's a very special elite type of French fries. Is that true or not true? Yeah, Anybody confirm it tonight? It's it's one second. When I eat French fries in my house, we take out a frozen badge of French fries. No. And we eat it. So obviously that. Yeah. Yeah. One second. Ain't lecha dover namuch v'zilzul like McDonald's. What do you compare McDonald's to Prime Grill? Their potatoes is a result of really a lot of research of specific size of starch granules. McDonald's bechvedem b'mkam emunach. I don't think the McDonald's French fries are shoch malachim. I'll have to go on a field trip and tell them to hold the oil. <laughs> Special run. Uh, okay, look. Look, I, I, the problem is the disadvantage we have over here is I'm not going to be able to fully explain to you why potatoes are the Malachim. I can just tell you we've all been to fancy chasnas and potatoes are served. But they don't serve, they sort of serve, I've been to one chasna, they had mashed potatoes, but it was inside a fancy carved potato. They didn't just slop mashed potatoes on the thing. It was inside a fancy thing and they have like smaller potatoes. Okay, presentation's uh, going to play a role over here. Presentation, we're going to see. Okay, uh, it's... Lamaisa, uh, 
I, I'm Tzadik, I'm not, who asked the cash for the French fries and parmigal? That was you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Would you, I'm not saying French fries. Would you be made there that the potato chips are not a shocham alachim? They don't serve that in prime grill. They make? What does that taste like? Regular? Or is that a... That's a snack. Okay, do me a favor. Between now and next Monday, can somebody stop in a prime grill and order around for the shear? And we'll, uh, we'll taste some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>